9.35 here on the East Coast and about 3.35, I think, over in Rome. Uh, but Rome ain't burning. It's our uh, our, our uh, team playing in the Ryder Cup is having a little struggle today. Four zip after the first uh, round. The um, Not the four ball, but the... Um, Oh, you know what? It's best ball, basically, is what it is. Second round so far, we are tied. We're up in one, we're down in two, and we're tied in one. And that's not a good position to be in. Anyway, we're here to talk football, though, with Mitch Tischler. Good morning, Mitch Tischler from NBC Sports Washington. 16 years now uh, with NBC Sports Washington. How are you, Hoss? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's Friday. It's golf. There's football. It's the last weekend of baseball. Your Nats are, uh, did the Nats get number 70 yet? I think they did, didn't they? Uh, they? Well, they're leaning on trying to get number 70, a 15-game improvement from last year. The Orioles are a, a, truly a magical story. 100 wins after having just 52 two years ago. And so we've got baseball there in the last weekend and in the playoffs. October's coming, best sports month of the year. We have college football and full bloom, pro football now going full steam. It, it, this is a great time to do a talk sport, a sports talk show. No question about that one. So I'm doing well. It's just time of the year, right? Oh, man. Always something going on. And this is one that's really in full bloom as far as I'm concerned. All right. What did you see last week? <laughs> Let me ask you that. I think I might have an idea of the answer, but tell me what what you saw last week. Uh, now I've told people all week long. Listen, it was sixteen to nothing after three quarters, then the dam broke, meaning turnovers and that type of thing. Uh, what did you take away? Is I guess a better way to really phrase it for you instead of what did you see? What did you take away from last week's game against Buffalo? I think you saw a veteran laden team in Buffalo that is. You know, perennial, you know, Super Bowl, uh, you know, contenders uh, taking advantage of a, of a young football team on both sides of the ball. I think uh, Josh Allen has been masterful the, the two times he's played against uh, the commanders and the, you know, four first round picks on the, in the front four uh, for them. He does such an amazing job of moving around in the pocket and, uh, you know, kind of taking advantage and baiting the defenders into rushing almost where he wants them to so he can break contain and, you know, find plays downfield. And then on the other side of the ball, I think you saw a defensive coordinator and a defensive group that uh, is led by, you know, arguably two of the best uh, 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 linebackers in, in football um, taking advantage of a young quarterback. I think they baited and switched on him really well. I think he had, a, I think Sam Howell had a really tough time identifying blitzers and, and what the pre-snap, uh, what pre-snap, what the uh, defenses were doing. And, it caused the uh, you know his four interceptions and um, you know those nine sacks. So it was a uh, it was an all around uh, you know uh, butt whooping. And uh, you know Ron loved Ron. This is the second time Ron Rivera. The second time he's used the Buffalo Bills game as a measuring stick game. And those Buffalo Bills grabbed the measuring stick and he used it on the hindquarters of the Washington Command. <laughs> well put there. I like that one. They, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, I'm not gonna go any detail into that one, but yeah, that's basically what happened. They got to switch off the branch and or the or the uh, a little a little limb or something did take it to the hind quarter. Like that one. Um, now let me ask you a question here. Um, wh- Washington, and I talked about this earlier, so I'll be trying to be quick about this from from the way I say this. Um, 
the, the offensive line for Buffalo pushed the Washington, when they were pass protecting, pushed the Washington line in directions they wanted them to go in. They controlled where the defensive linemen for Washington were going. They had open lanes to pass, and, and, and the worst thing of all, and I, and I certainly remember, uh, and I talked about this earlier, Richie Pettimone spying on Randall Cunningham, keeping a spy on him, keeping a spy on him, doing something. You, you have to do it in some situations. And, and they just, there was nothing, no spy watching that I saw of, uh, of, of Josh Allen. Nothing, where he had open lanes to run at will. He chose to do three times, got 46 yards. Conversely, Washington, to me, uh, their five cannot go against four for more than two seconds, and then it's kaboom. Can you keep a a tight end or a running back into chip? I know, uh, uh, what's his name? Robinson did once, and he got beat, and he turned around and caught the guy, you know, turned him back around, but then it led to an interception. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it led to an interception. Uh, what can they? Do they not see that, or am I the one missing the uh, uh, spy on defense and, and and chipping on offensive? You know, am I missing that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they ran some spy on uh, Josh Allen. They had um, they had Jamin Davis out there uh, doing it a little bit. Uh, if you remember back to the to the Broncos game, the big the big uh, turning point in that game was the Jamin Davis fumble. It was a very similar play. Um, they had uh, Chase Young rushed all the way to the inside and allowed Russell Wilson to kind of break contain around the outside, and Jamin was going to spy on Russ and was able to get out there and, and make the big play. I think um, I think they had a little bit more trouble doing that against Josh Allen because Josh does a really good job of kind of hanging on behind the line of scrimmage and hoping his receivers get open before he kind of tucks and runs it. So he almost uh, you know challenges the linebacker to make a decision. Are you going to cover – you know the crossing crossing receiver who's open, or are you going to come? You know, uh, come get me and make sure I don't run. And it's one of those things that you know, it's it's funny to think of Josh Allen as a veteran, but he is, and he does such an incredible job of doing that. So many quarterbacks when they break contain immediately tuck the ball and kind of start looking to get get you know five ten yards, and that doesn't put a ton of pressure on defense, especially if mm-hmm. they have that spot. Conversely, uh, Panthers. Yeah, they are using they are using these guys to try and chip some. Um, I think you see, uh, you know, Cole Turner and the tight ends, John Bates particularly, uh, before they go out and roots, they're they're kind of you know given a chip, and um, I, that's part of the problem with the Antonio Gibson fumble is that I don't know that you can necessarily trust giving him the ball too much mm. um, because he's just kind of always trying to do too much with the ball and, and and making and making errors, and I think Sunday's fumble against the Bills was kind of the ultimate bad fumble because he caught the ball in the middle of the field. There was nowhere to go, and he was just trying to do too much and ultimately ended up coughing up the ball. But Antonio Gibson is a good pass blocker. He does a really good job in pass pro as a running back, helping out that quarterback. Neither Brian Robinson or Chris Rodriguez, and maybe we don't know enough about Chris Rodriguez to say one way or the other yet, are as proficient as Antonio Gibson is in that role. And so it's almost a giveaway when Brian Robinson is on the field that it's either going to be a run play or he's going to be out, you know, running a, a pass around the flat. And the defenses know that, you know, that's one less person that can stick around to help the quarterback. But at the end of the day, the old line's been bad. The quarterback has been equally as bad as far as holding on to the ball too long. And, you know, when you look at, you know, advanced metrics for the stats, for the sacks, you see it as an almost 50 50 split. Half the sacks are on the offensive line. And half the sacks are on the quarterback. 
All right, you're the head coach. What would you what, when y'all gathered on Monday? What would you have said to this team, offense, defense, the whole package? What would you 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 have them all in front of you? You're the head coach, Mitch Tischler, and you're saying what to this team? Uh, what I loved in the post game, and I think it shows so much maturity from Sam Howe, was he mentioned he's like, I don't throw away this film. A lot of people in a blowout say, Oh, we're not going to watch the film. It's over. It's done with. We're going to forget about it. Sam out like, it happened. We're going to watch this film, and we're going to improve off of it. And honestly, I thought that was just such a mature answer from him. And, you know, he had an opportunity to say, oh, you know, I'm going to forget this game. But it was more, I'm going to internalize it. I'm not going to let it happen again. And so I, I really like that that kind of that, that way of thinking about these games. You know, I'm getting in front of the, the team, and I'm telling them, hey, you know, we got our, you know, you know what speed this weekend. We're not going to let it happen again. But go watch, go watch this tape. Go watch this film. Figure out what these guys were doing that that uh, you know made life so difficult. And and you know and we're gonna and we're gonna turn this thing around because Josh Allen's not the last mobile quarterback these guys are gonna face. And Buffalo's defense isn't the last good defense that Sam Howell's gonna face. So uh, and it starts you know whatever two days from now Sunday at one o'clock when they play Philly. Because <laughs> yeah. Jalen Hurst is a beast and. That Eagles defense is the number one rush defense in the NFL. So they're going to have their work cut out for them right away. And last year in Philadelphia, we ran the ball, ran the ball, and won the game. Uh, I think what, did we have an 18, 17 play drive and took up nine minutes or so, something, something along those lines. And But uh, I, thanks for pointing out to me because I mean, I'm a, a, just a fan going back to the early 60s, I mean, early 60s of Washington football. You know, Norm Sneed was still there. Uh, and so I miss things. I'll, be, I'll admit it on the air. I'll say, look, I, I might not have seen a chip. I might not have seen her keeping a tight end or running back in. I know that uh, Robinson got beat on one play. He turns around, did get a block on it. Anyway, um, and then I might miss the spine because I'm not an X and O guy. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, of sports. I'm a fan of Washington. So thank you for pointing out that they did do some of that. I'll pay better attention because of you this weekend against Philadelphia. Um, so uh, what do you give me your odds of a chance for Washington to win this game? I mean, they're, they're getting paid. They're pros. The defensive line has to be somewhat embarrassed. They didn't get near Josh Allen last week that I can recall. Yeah, I mean, what are the chances that they go out and win this weekend? You know, probably 25, 30, 40, 35% somewhere yeah. in there. But like you said, last year they went into Philly on Monday night. Philly was 10-0. and They were 11.5-point underdogs. And they went in and won the football game. I think, you know, it helps so much, I think, coming off of this, you know, stinker against the Bills to go and play a familiar opponent, you know, a divisional opponent, someone that you, that you know well and, Honestly, the, the, the Eagles team hasn't changed a whole lot, you know, year to year. The coordinators have changed, but kind of the way that they're attacking teams is, is relatively similar. And in the five games that, that Jalen Hurts has been in Philly against the Washington franchise, the Phillies only run for 100 yards one time in that game. And, you know, the Eagles might have the best O-line in football or, or pretty close to it, but the commander's defensive line has done a really good job uh, – you know, kind of one on one with them. If you want to look at it as, as uh, individual matchups, there, um, and they have, and the, they haven't had to bring a lot of pressure, and they haven't had to spy the quarterback too much because Jalen Hurts hasn't really killed them um, with his legs. What's killed them has been the deep ball, and uh, you know, Devonta Smith does such a good job of getting behind uh, behind the secondary, and you know, so does AJ Brown, and 
dating back to as long as I can remember, thinking about Deshaun Jackson catching deep balls. Somehow Philly has always had a speedy, strong receiver who's able to to get behind the defense and make big plays. And that's gonna, to me, that's going to be the biggest thing that the, that the commanders have to do this weekend is yeah. not let Philly uh, hit some of those big plays, not let them, you know, not let them get chunks of 50, 55, 60 yards uh, at a time. And, and if that's the case, I think they can keep it close and, and uh, you know, any given Sunday, yes. anything can happen. And yeah. in the NFL, you know, the craziest things happen. Team plays terrible one week and come back and, you know, play great the next. So I'm certainly not counting the commanders out, but I'm not exactly expecting them to win. <laughs> well, Philadelphia has given up 145 yards in three games, 48 yards per game uh, against the run, and 930 total. Now, Washington's given up 995. They're only uh, uh, split to Carolina between Philly and Washington, total yards given up. Uh, but Washington is uh, giving up 658 through the air and 386 on the ground. Uh, yeah, they got a puncher's chance and all that, same as last year against Philadelphia, because they know them, as you pointed out, which is is a great point. Uh, let me ask you about a game that we all kind of we watch it on the side. And that's uh, quickly who wins uh, Miami at Buffalo. You know, I, I love Miami. I grew up a, uh, a Dolphins fan. I love Dan Marino. He was, you know, my favorite quarterback. And I'm super excited at watching this team from afar this year because of how excited they are on offense. They haven't played anybody yet who's ready to pick up pick apart that defense. And I think that's. Uh, you know, talk about uh, you know running the ball into the ground and, and slowing the game down a little bit and time of possession and all that. I expect the Bills uh, to go in there and do that this weekend. It's you know a home game for them. I, I think Buffalo wins this game, and I think uh, Miami comes back to earth a little bit. Buffalo wins the game. All right, you're a Miami fan. You're picking Buffalo. Robert the Bruce, who called you, you know, calls you every time we talk. Producer on the other side of the class. He's a Miami fan. He picked Buffalo. I'm neutral on this. I like Mike McDaniel. In some ways, he reminds me of Joe Gibbs. Uh, I got the Dolphins winning this game. So uh, they've got speed, 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 speed. I love speed, and Washington's lacking in speed again this year. Uh, we just don't have it like some of these other teams do. Anyway, uh, Mitch Tischler, NBC Sports, Washington, 16 years. It's in that seat. We thank you for your time, as always, your insight. And uh, thanks for pointing out a couple a couple things to me that I've missed watching the game because I'm too much of a fan and don't watch as far as what's going on in certain situations. But thank you for your time and your insight and joining us on when you do. I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. One last thing for you to, to keep an eye out this weekend. Watch for the commanders running a lot of misdirection, screen passes, play action, reverses, kind of a little bit of uh, – little bit of eye candy for the Eagles defense. I think that's going to be the difference for them on offense to be able to start moving the ball a little bit more. You know, you know it's just misdirection and try and confuse the defense is what they're going to try and do. Use their use the Eagles speed against them against themselves. Right, you're good. Well, thank you. Well, I'll look for that. I will, I will keep my eye on that. So, thank you, Mitch. And we'll uh, if they win, Phil, if they win on Sunday, we may call you on Monday <laughs> if you're uh, around. I will. I'll, I'll be happy to talk Monday. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mitch Tischler from NBC Sports DC. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Enjoy the games. All right, we'll take a pause. It's 9.50 already, 10 minutes until 10. And we still got to get our dog of the day on. And there was something else I had to ask you, and I can't remember what it was. But we'll do that when we return right here on 106.1 ESPN.